but I wanted to have a look a little bit um, further to see, you know, was there really any basis for um, this recommendation and, and really where does it, um, where does it come from? Welcome to the E equals MC squared of running, a podcast bringing energy, enthusiasm and a little bit of science back into running. I'm Maggie Cooper. Well, we've talked a little bit about um, women running in the last couple of weeks, um, the history of women's running and and how women weren't allowed to run very far because, well, they were too delicate, really, and uh, might damage them. And so it got me thinking about children and the, the limitations on children running and really how much running is too far for a child, I suppose. There was actually an interesting article um, published a a few years ago now um, in the Clinical Journal of Sports Medicine, um, where basically, you know, it was asking um, how far is is too far? Is is, is a marathon too far for a child to run? And the kind of Conclusion. Well, it, it, they didn't really have. What I was saying, they didn't really have a strong sort of scientific fact behind it. But basically, they they said that eighteen should be the minimum age for running a marathon, uh, and that um, really they felt that um, people un, under the age of sixteen shouldn't run further than ten k. But I wanted to have a look a little bit um, further to see, you know, was there really any basis for um, this recommendation, and and really where does it um, where does it come from? The problem is, though, um, children all age at a different rates. So for you know one boy in a class who's um, 15, 14, 15 years old, um, he might only be uh, five foot tall and there might be another boy in his class who needs to shave. So, you know, it's, it's the, the, the age is it's, it's very difficult to kind of say, oh, well, at this age it's okay and that age is not okay. You know, for example, uh, uh, girls, for example, um, mature more quickly than boys. So they sort of reach their, reach their full maturity by the age of, say, 14, whereas boys can still grow past um, 18. Um, I think I myself was quite a late developer and I, and I think I still put it on another few centimetres even when I was at university in my first year. So, you know, everybody is is so different. So it's really difficult to kind of put set criteria saying this is okay for this age or this is okay for that age. But there are a few pointers and there are a few things that one should be, um, well, aware of, not necessarily concerned about, but certainly aware of. So I looked at an article that was in the current sports medicine reports from actually it was from uh, 2017. So, you know, it's not too old. It's just a little bit old. But um, there was another there was another article. It was back from the 1990s, which also, well, it kind of said the same thing. It kind of like basically said um, we don't really know, but we would recommend not running too far if you're not very old, basically. Um, That's rather simplified version of it. But there are th- some things that, that um, we should take into to account. Um, there's a, certainly in the United States, there's a lot more sort of kids uh, in school running, uh, you know, a lot more involved in cross-country or in um, track and field athletics. And the, 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 the well, I, I thought there was an interesting point made in this in this. Um, in this paper, I thought it was an interesting point made in this paper, and it was about how far you should run or how long you should run for. Basically, the the training schedule should be well designed, taking into consideration the age of the runner, the safe running conditions, the appropriate education on endurance training, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
But they say the the limiting the weekly mileage to 30 to 40 miles per week in adolescence has been recommended and is advised that um, prepubescent um, child doesn't train more hours per week than the child's age in years. So I wondered about that and I thought, well, how, how much, you know, how much running is that really? Um, and I looked on my uh, Strava feed and actually I think in the whole month I only ran 23 hours. So actually saying that you can run as many hours as you are years per week is, is, is that gives you a, a massive amount of flexibility, really. I, I doubt that you know, any of our runners in our club are, are running, say, 14 hours a week. Um, that would be running twice as far as I'm running, and I'm running about 50K a week. So I just don't think that anybody is anywhere near that. Um, yeah, so and it says that the adolescent, the post-pubescent adolescent doesn't train more than 16 hours per week. As I say, I think that would that was an awful lot, actually. Um, if you run more than that, there's a correlation with um, injury risk um, above that level. Um, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I wonder how far you would run if you ran um, 16 hours um, per week. If, uh, give it an example. So um, in our club, we've got like a little... Um, Group well, a group, I say a little group. There's about 100 people in it, 130 people in it. Uh, the the highest um, weekly total running time was just under seven hours, and that was 103 kilometers. So to suggest that an adolescent, you know, can run for 16 hours, that that's that that's like a that's massive. I mean, that's basically no limits um, on how far you could um, you could actually run. It's kind of it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. That it's 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 so much. Um, then the, the paper also talks about um, overtraining syndrome, and obviously that can be a problem. It, it's it's not just a physical problem; it's a, it's a mental um, problem, and you can obviously you can get burnout. Um, you know, and 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 obviously if if you get to that, that level and people start to um, sort of deteriorate in their performance, uh, then then really that that's a time when a, a medical doctor probably needs to step in and and examine the the child or the adolescent to, to check they're, they're okay you know th things like uh, nutrition uh, sleep had habits the, their performance both at, in the sport and at school need to be um, looked into on any changes in mood because you no know, those things are good um, indicators but there are also uh, phys physical things that need to be checked like um, you know your bloods and you know, things like erythrocyte sedimentation rates c-reactive protein iron levels creatinin kinase and thyroid stimulating hormone and all these types of things they need to be looked at or or it might be that in fact the the, the lack of performance or the deterioration may be something else it may actually be some sort of infection it might be um, nutritional deficiencies illness such as epstein-barr virus or um, other uh, some, something else you know it could be something else so um, if, if people deteriorate or seem to be deteriorating or not really are progressing in some way then, um, then there's, there's a time when a doctor should step in. In terms of um, nutrition, it's also interesting that, um, well, you basically <laughs> you need a good balanced diet. I mean, like anybody, you need a good balanced diet. And they did actually put some recommendations um, into, the, um, into this paper. Um, they say that for um, an adolescent athletes, um, 55 to 58% of the diet should come from carbohydrates 12 to 15 percent from protein and 25 to 30 percent from fat so um i don't know i'm, I'm not 100 sure how that 
compared with sort of national guidelines, but the national guidelines, um, yeah, the national guidelines are debatable. Maybe you heard my interview with Charlie Spedding um, a few months back. Um, we were discussing that, but obviously for, for the athletes, you know, you do need more carbohydrate than the man in the street. So maybe that, that that's probably um, a reasonable um, a reasonable amount to, to expect in terms of the portion that you would eat. And I think it's important, though, that we we do recognise that we do need fat. I think uh, I think I, when, I think I mentioned that when I was um, sort of eighteen, nineteen, and it's not quite adolescent, post um, post pubescent, really. But um, I, I really cut down on the amount of fat in my diet, and I feel in retrospect that that was a big mistake um, to do that. Things that are other, other things that are really important, though, is to make sure that you have enough um, iron in your diet. Make sure you have enough uh, vitamin D. And obviously, in, living in the UK, that's a, a big challenge um, because of the lack of uh, sunlight, especially in the northwest of England where we are. Um, yeah, but other other vitamins, making sure that they're enough enough um, for um, for, the, for the needs of um, the individual. And I think that um, we talked about iron deficiency also when we talked to Anna um, Shields and Everett Hackett. Um, I think Everett was um, helping to coach some um, young athletes, and, and he said, you know, he had noticed that it was, you know, it was really important that even in the uh, the boys that they had enough iron in their diet. And of course, that leads us on to with it. We talk about iron, about the menstrual cycle and irregularities in the menstrual cycle, and that might be a very clear indicator that a female athlete is not getting um, enough um, uh, or the right diet. Um, the the, the uh, when there's an absence of uh, menarche over the age of uh, fifteen, or or, um, or there's a period of say ninety days um, after menarche when there's when there's no uh, menstrual cycle, then. That those are times where you maybe start to be concerned and may seek medical um, advice for uh, for the athlete concerned. So, um, because the the problem with um, the lack of the menstrual cycle is it has an effect on the bone um, density, and that can then lead to um, you know, osteoporosis later in life. And you know, it's actually really really important um, that. Um, you know, uh, girls do have um, the proper menstrual cycle because um, because it, it's just it's a huge risk factor later in life and uh, can have severe implications. The other thing that um, you can have um, as a young athlete, um, same I guess it's, it's very similar for for adults too, but it's uh, sport sports related injuries, particularly overuse injuries. You know, things like stress fractures and stuff like that. So um, they those can um, typically occur. I, I don't want to really go into too much detail about that because I, I felt that the the problems with stress fractures and problems with some of these injuries are the same. You know, for um, kids as they are for adults. I didn't really see that there was anything specific in the paper that relating to um, you know, increased risk of that in, in children, but certainly you know, overuse can uh, lead to those types of um, those types of problems. Um, the other injury that they talk about is apophysis. This is to do with where the uh, tendons are attached to the to the bones, and you can get this um, in the um, well, lots of different places. I don't want to go through the whole list, but you know, if you if you have problems, say, for example, trunk rotation or hip flexion or knee extension or knee flexion, hip flexion, uh, the, these that or even like the ankle as well, then um, that that might be um, an indicator of 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 this type of um, injury. And uh, I th think that that tends to be more of a uh, trouble for for children 
than um, for, for, for adults. You know, it's, it's something to do with um, the gro growing athletes um, having that type of problem. So something to bear in mind. But I was actually, you know, when I looked through this paper, um, I, I, I thought it was interesting. And, and I think that the conclusion is quite good um, that basically says, you know, uh, children, young um, adolescents uh, or even um, post pubescent um, athletes, um, they should do the sport because they like the sport. They should do it for the enjoyment and for good health, you know, and uh, healthy competition. Um, it's, it's a physical thing. It's a mental thing. Um, and, you know, we should um, be doing it for the, for the love of it, really. Um, there are a few things that you really do want to watch out for, such as overtraining, make sure the nutritional um, needs are, are met, make sure that, you know, the, um, the menstrual cycle is, is kind of uh, going properly, uh, watch out for the stress fractures, and for these overuse injuries. But I was really surprised by the fact that, that how, how much um, running it, it reckoned you could actually do. Uh, they did have something which I thought was a good, quite a good piece of advice, though, um, was relating to the um, the number of days a week that um, they reckoned you should uh, run. It, basically, it recommended five five days a week uh, with one full full day off not doing any sort of physical sort of activity essentially um, well not, I don't think going for a walk or something like that but you know like don't play football or whatever um, instead um, but it also suggested having um, two two or three months off at some time during the year and I'm not sure that any of our athletes um, do that two or three months sounds like an awful long time to me to, to be taking um, off. The other thing that it did also mention was um, this: Im the importance of sort of not over-specializing too too early, and um, you know, this having a, this mixture of sports. I think that that is it also is a good a good point, and that that can help to prevent sort of overuse injuries. I guess those sixteen hours may add up to um, all sports combined. I hadn't really thought of it like that. I just thought about the the running, you know, and it, maybe if you're doing that running and and you're also doing some football training, and you're also doing some swimming or something like that. Maybe it could add up to 16 hours, but I still think 16 hours is uh, ever such a long, a long uh, amount of time to be doing sport each week. Uh, but the, the paper was also talking about swimmers, and I think that they actually train a little bit uh, longer than athletes. I think one of the good things about athletics is that you you can't train for too long because you know it's just too tiring. Whereas for swimming, because the water's holding your weight and stuff, they can actually train for longer. So it's maybe maybe they're really referring to that. So yeah, it made me think though. Um, it talked about running a marathon. There was another paper about running a marathon as well. And but basically, what it, is, it seemed to say, you know, well, really, we don't have any evidence to show that it's not that it's bad for you. But you should only really do it if you really want to do it. Um, don't let anybody force you to do it. And that made me think about the the 10k. You know, and I, I think I mentioned about the fact that I I, I think I still hold this. Um, the fastest time for under 17 year old girl because nobody else was allowed to run it i, I don't know when they, when they were people were banned from running it certainly it was nothing to do with me you know and i thought well, they sort of said you shouldn't run it because um the intensity of training that would be required is, is too much for the young body it made me laugh because i don't think i did any specific training i think i was really training for the 1500 meters or the 3000 or something at the time I, my coach just entered me because he thought it you know might do quite well in it so um <laughs> you know i was thinking I, I didn't actually do any intense training for that um, um, but I suppose if you were really focusing on it, then maybe you would really up your mileage or um, do some more longer intervals or more intense training. But um, 
Yeah, I still think that um, it, it, I think it depends on the individual and I think it depends on um, not being sort of forced to do something that you don't want to do or the child doesn't want to do. But if they love running, then maybe we should just let them run. Thank you.